Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, Superman and his guise of Clark Kent aboard a yacht in mid-Atlantic with Jimmy Olsen and Detective Candy Myers when Cecil Burton, an international criminal, makes a shocking announcement. You see, gentlemen, I've had you three investigated. And just before luncheon, I received a radio report that revealed who you really are. Yeah, so what? So, Myers, I arranged to do away with you. Cheaper. Now, look, you... Wait, Candy. How are you planning to do that, Burton? It's already been done, Kent. Your food at luncheon was poisoned. Poisoned? Yes. And within the next half hour, all three of you will die. Fellows and girls, don't ever be a coat holder. A guy who always stands ready to hold someone's coat in a fight, but will never stand up and fight for himself. He's the guy who says, don't let that so-and-so call us names. Go ahead, biff him one for me, too. That's right. The coat holder always says, I won't stand for this. And then usually follows up with, let you and him fight it out. I'll hold the coats. Brave, isn't he? <laughs> I'll say he is not. Yet that's true in cases where the fight is really important, where it's everybody's fight, where every one of us should be in there swinging, such as the fight against prejudice. Now, I don't say that you should actually go around slugging everyone who says something nasty about you or other people, because there are other, more effective ways to fight anything so mean and low as racial and religious prejudice. How? It's simple. If you just treat your classmates and neighbors, all of them, like regular Joes, no matter what their race or religion, you deal a body blow to the enemy. And if you cold shoulder the guy who uses ugly words that smear another fellow's race or religion, you lash out with an uppercut that sends prejudice reeling. You see, this is everyone's fight. Because when neighbor is made to feel intolerant of neighbor, our country's strength is weakened and all of us suffer. 
So if you love your country, be on the alert. And when you see or hear things that you consider intolerant, don't let them pass by. Keep driving against such things until prejudice in America goes down for the count. And now, the adventures of Superman. In London, England, Clark Kent and Jimmy Olsen helped private detective Candy Myers gain possession of a parrot which could reveal the location of a fantastic underseas kingdom, said to be a hideout for international criminals. Unable to make the parrot reveal its secret, Kent and his friends posed as outlaw gangsters and agreed to accompany Cecil Burton, a man who was eager to secure the parrot so that he could resume his profitable business of transporting escaping criminals to the underseas hideout. Then, when safely out at sea, the parrot gave up the vital information. Burton announced that he knew his guests were not gangsters, and further announced that he had arranged to dispose of them by poisoning their food. Shocked, Kent, Jimmy, and Candy stare at the immaculately dressed Englishman as he repeats... Yes, gentlemen, you ate the poisoned food at one o'clock. It is now 2.25. You chaps will be dead within the half hour. Oh, no. Why, you filthy rat, you Hold gonna... it, Candy. Let go of me, Candy. No, gonna... no, go to our stateroom. You too, Jim. Go on, hurry. Nothing doing. I'm gonna... Listen that to me, dirty Candy. Rat. Please, now, do as I say. Oh, no, we're done for anyway. Now, look. But before I die, I'm gonna tear this guy apart with my bare hands. do as I say? I know what I'm doing, I tell you. Okay, Kent. I fell for your two, like I say, routine before, and look what happened. But, but I guess nothing can do us any more harm now, Candy. Yeah, that's right, Jim. Come on. Okay. I must say, Kent, you're taking this sportingly. Don't be too sure of that, Burton. Now, tell me quickly, what poison did you put in our food? <laughs> what difference would that make, old man? A good deal of difference. Quickly, what kind was it? Look here, Kent. If what you have in mind is to find an antidote, forget it. There's none aboard, and we're almost 200 miles out at sea. All right, all right. You can skip all that, Burton. Now, tell me what it was, or by heaven, Relax, I'll make you... old man. I don't mind telling you I used Strickland because I wanted That's it to... That's all work. I want to know. Look here, where are you going? You'll find out soon enough. There's no one in sight. Good. Now, let's strip off these clothes and take Candy and Jim to a doctor as Superman. How did you know we were poisoned, Superman? No time for questions and answers now, Jim. Under my arm, will you? Oh, it's no use, Superman. Even you're too late this time. Maybe not, Candy. Under this arm with you. Now. Wait. What about Mr. Kent? Don't worry about him. He'll be all right. Now, hang on. Here we go for a fast trip back to London. Up and away! Rocketing up through an open hatchway with Jimmy Olsen and Candy Myers in his arms, Superman streaks like a red and blue comet toward London. With an almost less time than it takes to say it, he delivers his friends to amazed physicians at a large hospital, quickly tells them what poison was used, and then, after seeing that an antidote is administered, he disappears. A short time later, the Man of Steel has resumed his guise and garb of reporter Clark Kent, and, returning to the hospital talks with a doctor in the corridor outside the room occupied by Jimmy and Candy. How are they, doctor? Will they be all right? Oh, they're going to be quite all right, Mr. Kent. Oh, you needn't worry. Oh, that's good news, doctor. Thank you very much. You can thank Superman for getting them here in time. Oh, oh, yes, I'll do that. Look, uh, may I see them now? Well, I suppose so, if it's urgent. 
But I'd suggest you let them rest a few hours. They're rather weak, you know. Yes, I shouldn't wonder. Okay, Doctor, I'll be back later. I hate to finish this business without Jim and Candy. I know they'll never forgive me, but I can't waste time now that I know where the Underseas Kingdom is. I'd better shoot back and pay a call on Mr. Burton as Superman. Ducking into a quiet and deserted alley behind the hospital, Superman strips off his Clark Kent disguise and once again revealed in his colorful costume of red and blue, zooms up into the sky. Up! Up! And away! Taking a bearing from the sun, the Man of Steel veers sharply and streaks back across 200 miles of the Atlantic toward Burton's yacht. Now, where is that yacht? Sure I left it around here some... Oh, there it is. There's friend Burton taking a turn at the wheel. Down to the yacht's bridge. Down! Hello, Mr. Burton. What the... Don't bother reaching for that gun. It won't help you. Good heavens. Who are you? Call me your conscience, if you like. Now, what do you want, you? Why are you... I want those navigating instruments you have there. Now, look here. What do you want them for? To help me find north longitude 20 degrees, 17 minutes, 36 seconds, at west latitude 17 degrees, 39 minutes, and 12 seconds. What? That's the location of... The kingdom under the sea? Yes. How do you know about that? Why, a little bird told me. A parrot, to be exact. What? When? Stay How? away from that speaking tube, Burton. Now, hold on. You can't... Let you... go of that. No, let me go. Let... I have oh. thought to leave you here while I go off alone, but you're much too slippery. So I think you'd better come along with me. What? Where are you taking me? I'm going you... to take you directly to the Underseas Kingdom. But by traveling my way, you'll get there a lot faster than you expected no. to. You must be mad. Let me go. Under my arm with you. Let me go. I said put me down. Yeah. Here we go to see if there really is a kingdom under the sea. Up and away. <laughs> incredible. I must be dreaming. I just hope you didn't dream up the story of an underseas kingdom. This is the spot according to the parrot's direction. But I can't see anything below but fish and... Wait. What's that? Well, well I, I can't... Scott, now I see something. Under the ocean floor. A small city with roads and, and houses and, and living men. Fifty or sixty of them. That's it. That's it. That's the kingdom under the sea. His mouth agape, Superman stares in amazement as, with the aid of his X-ray vision, he penetrates the floor of the ocean to the lost city under the sea. What will happen now? We'll know in a moment when we return for the suspenseful climax of today's episode. So stand by. The other day, gang, a comedian panicked his audience by saying, My skin is milky white because I drink a lot of milk. It was such a silly idea that his listeners were doubled up laughing. But strangely enough, some people have other equally silly ideas about skin color, and nobody laughs at them. In fact, some of us swallow their weird tales as the real thing. Well, we think it's time you had the facts. We think it's time you knew the real reason why your skin is a certain color. And here is the scientific proof. Listen carefully. Scientists have discovered that skin color is determined by two special chemicals found in our blood. They are called carotene and melanin. Now, carotene is the chemical that gives skin a yellowish color. Melanin gives it a brown color. 
Nobody's skin color is made up of just carotene or just melanin. Everybody's color is a mixture of both. If you are a Negro or dark-skinned, you have more melanin than carotene. If you are Oriental or light-skinned, you have more carotene than melanin. The different combinations of the brown and yellow colors these chemicals give, plus the pinkish tinge that comes when the blood vessels show through, give various shades to the human skin. That is the accurate scientific truth. And don't let anyone tell you different. Remember always that whatever race you belong to, the only difference between you and your neighbor is the combination of carotene and melanin in your skin. Next time some two-bit talker says he's better than someone else because of the color of his skin, just ask him what's so extra special about his carotene and melanin combination. And now... Back to the adventures of Superman. Carrying Cecil Burton in his arms, Superman hovered over the compass location of the fantastic underseas kingdom and, employing his X-ray vision, saw the lost city under the ocean floor. Great Scott, there are roads there and houses and living men under the ocean floor. That's it. That's it. That's the kingdom under the seas. Amazing. Incredible. But it... It's embedded in rock. How could I get in there without breaking through? If you break the rock, the sea will pour in and drown everyone. Yes, I know that, Burton. How do you... Oh, now I know. That diving bell set in a lock in the city's rock ceiling. All I must do is lift that out no. and then I can... No, unless it's properly operated, the water will pour in when you lift the diving bell. Yes, of course, that's right. How is it operated, Burton? Uh, I don't know. Look, Burton, tell me how that bell is operated or I'll take you a couple of miles up into the air and drop you into the ocean. No, please, I swear don't you... Don't waste I... your breath on please. What's the trick? I swear I don't know. All right, here we go up. No, no, wait. Are you going to tell me how to work that bell? I don't know. All right. But I can tell you how to find out. Okay, go on, talk, and talk fast. Take me back first. Nothing doing. Then put me down somewhere, anywhere on land where I can catch No, my you don't. Talk now. Tell me how I can find out the trick of operating that diving bell right here and now, or else. All right. All right, I'll tell you. Gasping for breath in the high altitude, the no longer smooth Cecil Burton begins to talk stutteringly, while Superman, still unwilling to trust him, listens suspiciously. Can Burton really tell Superman how to gain entrance to the fantastic lost city under the sea? Or is that just a stall for time? Well, right here and now, we can tell you that a lot of exciting things happen in tomorrow's thrill-packed episode, gang. So don't miss it. Be sure to tune in again tomorrow, same time, same station, for Chapter 12 of Kingdom Under the Sea. A story of action on The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time. This program came from New York. Stay tuned to your mutual station for Captain Midnight, which follows in just a moment. And right after Captain Midnight, you will hear Tom X and his Ralston Straight Shooters. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. <laughs>